manifesting is knowing what you want and taking action, right? So even though we were doing that alongside of each other, even though it wasn't something that we identified together, mm. um, but it, it, we ended up, you know, we manifested to be in this together, yeah. I really do believe. And something though, even when we first took the business over that we really knew was important was like, yes, we needed to have a successful mm. business, but for us to work together really well. And mm. we, so we actually, one of the first things we spent the money we didn't have on was to go and see um, a trusted uh, associate that we have who is a counsellor. She's a psychotherapist, actually. Mm. And we did a bunch of sessions with her on how we can work well together. Mm. And really interestingly, Britt is a lot like my husband and mm. I'm a lot like her husband. Yeah. So... You know, it's it's really funny. So it's actually been a really good relationship mm. for me particularly. I've come to work and I'll be like, this, 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 this. But it's like, I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Like, oh. Anyway, so the work that Britt and I have done and the work that I've done with my husband, you know, it, it just has been a... Yes. Um, some yeah. of this work, but we've had to be really intentional about it because there's... But we're at the point now where we can have awkward, hard conversations oh. and not feel uh, threatened by it. No. Um, we just t talk it how it is and know that that, um, that trust, you know, yeah. we know, like, and trust each other. Hi, this is Sean Greeley and welcome to the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success Podcast, where industry leaders share their secrets, strategies, and step-by-step -step systems to turn your fitness passion into a highly profitable business. Now, after you've listened to the show, head on over to npefitness.com slash podcast to download the show notes and get access to our free e-course on how you can start and grow a profitable fitness business. You'll see how over 45,000 fitness entrepreneurs have created more profit, revenue, and happiness with their business and get instant access to our three most popular fitness business building guides. The training is 100% free and you can access it now at npefitness.com slash podcast. Now let's get on to the show. Coming to you from Los Angeles, this is the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Greeley, founder and CEO of NPE, and this is episode number four, why emotional intelligence is critical to your success as a business owner, and how self-awareness led Shelly and Britt to 4X their business in 24 months. I'm excited for this interview with NP Pro Mastermind members, Britt Smith and Shelly Lefner, owners of Pineapple Fitness in Newcastle, Australia, because so much of success in business and life lies in your self-awareness, emotional intelligence, and the ability to communicate effectively with yourself and the relationships that matter in your life. Whether that be your business partner, your life partner, your spouse, family, clients, really anyone you're interacting with, you have to do the work on you and work on how you listen, empathize, and communicate with others to grow. I speak to so many entrepreneurs that struggle in their relationships at work and at home, and the lessons you'll hear about from Britain's, Britain Shell in this episode have allowed them to grow in powerful ways. We've got a lot to look forward to in the episode, so be sure to take notes and let's jump in. Okay, welcome to the show. We're here with Britt Smith and Shell Lenfer from Pineapple Fitness in Newcastle, New South Wales, about an hour north of Sydney. Uh, Britt and Shell, it's great to have you here on the show. Thank Thanks you. Thanks for having us. We're excited. Awesome. So I'm, I'm really excited for people to hear your story. You guys have an amazing journey and uh, there's going to be a few things we'll get into, which would be just so incredible. Um, but let's just go to back to the beginning. Talk, give people a little info about your your business model, the market you serve, and kind of what the business looks like today. Cool. Yeah. 
Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. Um, yeah, so we have a business, well, the core part of our business is um, group outdoor fitness. It's women only. So for many years, we've, this business has actually been in operation for close or just over seven years. Um, Britt and I have owned it in its current structure for almost four. And we actually rebranded to Pineapple Fitness um, in March, yeah, yeah, March of last year, March of 2018. So the core part of our business is outdoor. So we've been outdoor um, for a um, for still most of our business, and it's on the beach. So we watch the sun come up. We then have mum's um, classes through the mid morning, which is at the park at Carrington, which is a suburb in Newcastle. And then it's just been winter here, so the evening classes have been in our studio. So we now have a studio, which is in Carrington, um, but we're about to have daylight saving in a few weeks, and that's when we come um, back even all of those limited classes indoors come outdoors and we actually go barefoot down on the sand for a bunch of our classes too. Mm, so that's incredible. kind of our, the heart and soul of our business. Mm. Um, but the business is also now in our studio, we've launched semi-private, um, so small group training. And it's, um, it's pretty much uh, personal training, but it's delivered in a small group setting. So you get the mm. um, success of that private focus, but you get the camaraderie of the group, which is what is really the heart of our business, the mm. community aspect. Um, for the group and then also those semi-private. So I guess in a, in a nutshell, that's yeah. a long <laughs> nutshell, a big nutshell, that's, that's our business. Awesome. Well, I, I, I'll start off with one question. Actually, we didn't even talk about this in our, our show prep. So this will be a fun, un, unplanned question. Um, we deal with a lot of business partners and you know, having a business partner is not always easy, right? There's a lot of work that we have to do to align to work together. And I would love for you guys to share what, what brought you together as partners and what keeps you together as partners and how do you navigate that journey? Yeah, okay. So uh, we were both actually clients of the previous um, business um, that we bought. So I started when the previous business just opened and was training for about four weeks and then I was like, I'm going to do this as a job. So went and got qualified and um, became a personal trainer. I think I'd just become qualified when Shell actually started as a client as well. And similarly, she like got a couple of months in and was like, I'm going to run mum's classes for this business. Um, <laughs> so we're both very passionate people that know what we want and just go for it, really. Um, so that's how we came together. Then we bought the business um, off the previous owner and rebranded it. So we, were, we didn't know each other. We were both clients and we kind of just ended up business owners by coincidence, really. Um, and yeah, that's how it really yeah. happened. And I think... Like manifesting is knowing what you want and taking action, right? So even though we were doing that alongside of each other, even though it wasn't something that we identified together, mm. um, but it, it, we ended up, you know, we manifested to be in this together, yeah. I really do believe. And something though, even when we first took the business over that we really knew was important was like, yes, we needed to have a successful mm. business, but for us to work together really well. And mm. we, so we actually, one of the first things we spent the money we didn't have on was to go and see um, a trusted uh, associate that we have who is a counsellor she's a psychotherapist actually mm. we did a bunch of sessions with her on how we can work well together mm. and really interestingly Brit is a lot like my husband and mm. I'm a lot like her husband yes so you know it's it's really funny so it's actually been a really good relationship mm. for me particularly I'll come to work and I'll be like this, this, it's like, I can understand where he's coming from. Yeah. Like, oh. Anyway, so the work that Britt and I have done and the work that I've done with my husband, you know, it, it just has been a, yes. um, yeah. some of this work, but we've had to be really intentional about it because there's, but we're at the point now where we can have 
awkward, hard conversations oh. and not feel uh, threatened by it. No. Um, we just t talk it how it is and know that that, um, that trust, you know, yeah. we know, like, and trust each other. <laughs> it's the, yeah, the one, like, the relationship that we can be the most honest. Well, I know for me, I can Same. say exactly how it is and there's no consequences. Obviously, we're kind to each other, but we can call each other on, you know, their shit and get on with it. Um, and, like, I was super young when I got into business. I was, like, 22. Um, so I didn't ha have much experience with emotional awareness and intelligence and all that kind of stuff. And Shell had done a bunch of work on it. Um, I had done a little bit, but she really introduced me to a whole lot of emotional intelligence and, you know, the counselors that she's seen and that kind of stuff. And it's really helped me get to the stage I am with how I know, emotionally aware I am. So she's been helpful with that. <laughs> probably worth saying I am 11 years older than Prince. I was 33 when we went into business. Yeah. I keep it you young. can't tell. I keep can it young. <laughs> well, I, and I, I, you know, it's one of the first things when we, you and I started to get to know each other, but it was one of the first things I, I noticed about you is like how aware you, self-aware you were about so many things around yourself and the world around you. And, and, and it really impressed me. And I, I, I think, um, would you guys advise, you know, not just partnerships, but business owners, like speak to how important doing some of this work is on yourself around your own, awareness around your own relationships, uh, relationship with yourself, relationship with others. I mean, it, it is yeah. probably the most important thing that will not just save your sanity, but also empower you to do great things, right? Is uh, investing the time in, in yourself and in this work. Absolutely. I don't know how you do business without it. Like it is such, going into business has been the biggest personal development strategy <laughs> I've ever implemented. And if you were, you know, just to sit in your own pool of thoughts and self-doubt and not, you know, explore deeper what's actually at the heart of everything that you're feeling, I, I, I don't know, I, I would have quit ages ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> and being truthful and honest with yourself rather than, you know, creating excuses or just blaming others um, is the only way forward. Like, you know, we, we, don't bullshit around with each other. We be completely honest with each other. And, you know, there's no one else that I can do that as well with. And that's because we're both so in tune with our emotional intelligence. And you can just get on with the facts rather than, you know, you all know you've got that friend or that person in your life. You've got a way through all of this stuff before you can actually even get to the heart of what's really going on. And so I think it's been, you know, it takes a lot of energy and hard work and brain space to you know, turn it for us, turn a business around. Um, and the fact that we could just show up and do it, I need to preface that with there is always more work to be done. <laughs> you know, like sure. you can always continue to grow. But yeah, I just, I just can, I really appreciate that, you know, yeah, we'd work through all of that. And I just, it feels a bit futile if you don't. So I would highly recommend that other people definitely like do that too. Mm. Even if you, like I said, we spent money we didn't particularly had or we put to elsewhere but it's I would spend double that to actually really go there and mm. um you know makes you a better human and when it, as a better human you can mm. boss better mum better friend better wife better whatever that looks like um mm. so yeah I love it I love it thanks so much for sharing and so let's get into so you guys you know you you become partners and then you you're in business together and Everything's perfect, right? It all just kicks off yeah. with no problems, no issues. <laughs> right. So, so take us through, you guys have a really interesting story of how you found us. And, and I know you, you found us through our friends at PN. Uh, you had signed up for 
level one certification for PN and saw within the book textbook, we were a recommended resource and you're in a very interesting time period in the business. So tell us what that, what that was like and kind of what was going on. <laughs> it's actually, a bit, it's a little bit confronting sometimes when we actually sink back into what it was like then. Mm. Um, but so I left a corporate job um, when I decided that I was going to, be a personal trainer and I actually was really passionate about nutrition so I had bought the precision nutrition course um earlier in 2017 this was because the business was really hard and so I thought well maybe I need to get back into just focusing on nutrition and make a go of that because we need to do something here so anyway fast forward still to October I hadn't started it but I opened the textbook saw NPE and Britt and I were discussing how we needed to stop volunteering in our business because our lives were not coping. So we were going to shut the business in its current form. I don't know, brainstorm and Come up do with something else. together or something separate. So, but I saw this and I actually made an appointment with NPE and tricked Brit into coming along to it because, but I honestly, but the, I didn't trick her, but I was like, I just, I need to, hear someone else say it's the best idea for you guys to shut your business because I can't, like, we can't just give up. It just felt like failing again yeah. on top of what we already felt like failing. So we spoke, we had a meeting with Rick and we actually spent quite a lot of time on the phone with him in yes. the first week just wanting him to so tell skeptical. us, shut the business, <laughs> like shut the business. And he kept saying, well, that is one option, but here from what you've told me, here's some other things. So yeah. That's how we came to uh, be, be part of MBA, and like we've done the pod, like listened to the podcast, we've been to the seminars and read every book, you know, every book, but you know, we read a lot of books and I was just like, this is just going to be another one of those things that we invest a bunch of money and then have no assistance in actually putting it into practice in the real world. Um, and you know, we've, we've tried so many things. We'd lost, um, you know, confidence in ourselves about being able to put things that we've learned into practice. We were like, it's not going to work. Like yeah. everything we do is we're not going to work. We're working hard and it just felt like, we, you know, the, that, Thing where the ducks go along the water and we're like <laughs> underneath yeah and people like looking in now they tell us hindsight they thought oh, we had no idea that was going on but for us it just felt like we we're just trying the next thing or we were hustling hard and having like we just sat at like a certain client number it was just one in one out and yeah. there was no like limited profit in the like literally Britt and I were paying ourselves less than $50 a week mm. like there was nothing we were volunteering in the business so it was yeah <laughs> Enter NPE. <laughs> what was right, the next? So you, so, you so, you, so you signed up with NPE during this very difficult time. You're not yeah. making any money for the business. Business is like you're thinking it's time to sh shut your doors. Yeah. And you talk to Rick, and he tells, inspires you somehow to give it a go. Yeah. And tell us what happened. What, what, like, what were the first steps, and what started to change? So yeah, I think we had like three calls with Rick before we signed up because I was so skeptical and the only thing like still I think that made me go maybe this will work is that it was fitness business coaching so it was business coaching for fitness businesses and I was like they've done it they've owned gyms they've um you know been in my position they're not talking about business advice in you know a general sense it's proven strategies that are worked for businesses just like ours. And that was probably like, you know, the only thing that got me across the line. And then, yeah, we joined. And that was the start of 
no, sorry, the end of 2017, was it? Yeah, it was yeah, November. Yeah. Um, and we were just like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so I think the first thing for, like, you know, we joined, that was a huge, obviously, as Brits described, it was a huge step of faith for us. And yes. then pretty much initially it was just owning our stories. Like yeah. there was so, we had so many stories and so, um, you know, initial coaching was just about owning stories, understanding, and just taking action. Like we were stuck in that hamster mm. wheel of like, oh, we're just failing. Oh. Mm. And you know, like some of it was true. We needed to just take action and move forward. So taking action, um, we then had decided to leave the national brand that we were a part of. So we were very heavily focused on rebranding and um, we had to increase our rates. There was a whole bunch of things that we were bringing in. So fast forward to March of 2018, we were re like launched our rebrand to Pineapple Fitness. Um, we yeah, put a whole lot of things in place that had, was a great platform for our business to move forward. Mm. So then if you fast forward to November, so 12 months on, so November 2018, we'd gone from, um, we had 80 clients in November and then it dropped um, to about 60 as we were doing that. So we had Rebranding, 60, bringing... 60 clients in March 2018 and there was 120 20, in November of 2018. So our business had doubled. In six um, months. And our... Like our um, income had gone from like thirteen thousand a month, yeah, up to twenty three or something. Yeah. Like it was, like we couldn't even believe it. Like honestly, like we knew we'd done all the hard work. We were standing there, but like yeah. our business has more than doubled with some clarity um, and yeah. someone you know holding us accountable. And in that time, I also went overseas and got married and Shell came because she was my bridesmaid and uh, Shell um, fell pregnant and had, well, it was just about to have her second child. So it was a lot in 12 months. Wow. <laughs> but it was obviously it's a big year. You know what? I fell pregnant the night of our pineapple fitness launch. <laughs> <laughs> so she's a pineapple baby. Legit. Nice. <laughs> Love it. Love it. That's fantastic. Wow. So what a, what a remarkable year, really transforming your personal life, transforming your professional life, your career, your business, um, and transforming the lives of 130 clients, right? Uh, through this growth run. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, and that's, we're coming up to almost a year on that again. So yeah, we'll just um, hold, hold there, hold there one second. So I want to talk about what were some of the biggest changes you had to make to go through that you talked about owning your stories so and taking action great but what were some of those big steps you know that were critical in in the process for you i think it was really understanding where our business was at yeah um and we did we had had an unfortunate uh, incident with an accountant in the past so we did we were working with an accountant and we did have a budget in place so we did kind of have an understanding of where our numbers were at but we we went through our budget and made sure that it was a lean budget. So we're only spending money where it was going to be worth it and making us money. So there's that. So just be really being really clear yeah. there. Only numbers. Like we had to learn to just live and love numbers. Um, we're both very creative. And then we just were like, all right, let's just drill into it. And became really good at spreadsheets. <laughs> and, and in that, getting clarity. So that was the other thing. It's like, okay, so we're at November now. By the end mm. of January, I want to have another 15 clients. Yeah. So having 
that clarity. So again, manifesting those clients. I've got clarity of what I want and I'm going to take action. Therefore, it happens. Yeah, that's probably the biggest thing is how goal-driven we are. And if someone telling us that you, you know, helping us develop a plan, this is how many clients you need to hit this goal, which is going to mean this for you and your life and your business, we're like, done. Okay. Tomorrow. I'll double it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like top top level having that and I think so just alongside of that as well was we then there, there was a story that we had about not wanting to be too successful because how could we truly care for our clients if we were focused on the numbers mm. um so coming back and really knowing that our why like what mm. are we passionate about we are passionate about changing the lives of women's changing women changing the women of Newcastle's lives yeah and doing fitness differently and actually it was just connecting with those people mm. so that we could find them and help them do that yeah. so it was not like our success didn't mean that we were frauds our success didn't mean that we didn't care mm. our success actually gives us freedom to help more people mm. and just losing like she, that was a big story for me anyway, shifting that mentality yeah. and really valuing what we do have to offer. Yeah, that's, yeah, like we, we are a great service. We do change people's lives and really, you know, knowing that and having that worth about ourselves. So therefore feeling like we, we're worth having 150 clients, but worth charging what we charge. And we're going to sit in at a consult and tell someone this is because we're proud of what we offer. Yeah. Mm. And I think Britt just touched on it then. The other way that was very different is how we um, brought clients into mm. our business. It wasn't just like, here's an intro offer, come try us out, you'll have fun, woo, which worked to a point, but now we um, use the, the process that you guys have taught us, which is we um, source our leads, we get them to come in, we actually explain who we are, we find out more mm. about them um, so that we can see if we're actually a good fit mm. and move forward from there. So that's a, um, yeah, that was a, a very different way of how we were... Um, connecting with our clients. Yeah. Usually different. I love that. And you know, we, we talk a lot about, it all starts with understanding the money math of your business, right? And really getting the financial pieces together, understanding the math of how the business, you know, makes a profit, how you streamline things to make more profit. And it takes work, right? If you don't have a background in accounting, you don't love spreadsheets. It's uncomfortable to dig into that, that work. It's like, Oh no, I'd rather just go over here and train clients or go learn about some other subject matter. That's interesting, right? That I have fun with. So it really forces us out of our comfort zone to engage stuff that maybe we've, you know, never been good at. We've sucked terribly at forever and we actually got to face it and deal with it. Right. And, and learn how to get better at the areas that were weak um, and then have those skill sets to then build on. Right. And then you talk about the customer acquisition, getting the sales pieces and processes in place, getting the marketing processes in place so that that, that client acquisition can grow. Um, mm -hmm. And uh yeah, that's fantastic. So that was kind of year one, really in a nutshell, right? For you in many ways. And you've had another year that's been equally as transformative and the business has grown yet again in, in many, many new ways. And talk about the, the continued progression for you. So end of um, last year, so end of 2018, we were, um, we'd already outgrown our studio. We got this studio at the start of the year and we were way too big for it. Um, so, you know, nine months outgrown the place and needed to move. Um, Shell was like five minutes from having a baby at this stage. <laughs> so we were yeah, frantically... Scott was, <laughs> was born on the 7th of December. So it was like... <laughs> yeah, frantically looking for a, um, 
and a lease on a new studio and found one just down the road from where our old one was, which is fantastic. Um, it was an absolute bomb. Uh, so then spent a good month, you know, re renovating it, bringing it back to um, life. And so we have this amazing you know, new studio um, and we kind of black up. So now we've got this new studio. Good, our clients can train out of the rain. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's an expensive investment for the couple of days of <laughs> rain that we get in Australia. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so um, then, yeah, Cheryl had a bit of maternity leave, came back and we were like, all right, we've got to utilise the studio. Um, new service offering that we started to develop was the semi-private um, training squads, which they are launching next week, which is really exciting. Um, so they are different to Outdoor, they are a personalised program, we touched on them earlier for each of our individual clients, but with uh, delivered within a four-person squad, so you still get that camaraderie and that community vibe, um, but all the benefits of a personalised program. So um, that's what we're utilising the studio for, and also teenage girls classes which we started uh, about two months ago three months ago now so we're super passionate about women as you can see um and it all starts you know from that age where they're so you know young and influenced and we just want to really make sure that they know how capable they are and their self-worth is you know as high as it can be as they go through their teenage years and into adulthood um so that's what we're doing in the studio in that time we've also put on another 30 group classes clients um, in our boot camp. We've um, promoted one of our coaches to head trainer, head coach. Just um, rewind a little bit, no, like all yeah, of that, yeah. but just alongside to so the staff piece, which um, so we were in so the oh, November yeah. of 2018. Just prior to that, we hired, we actually had to let all of our staff go. Mm. So we had three kind of staff working for us and we let them go because it just was not really coming back from that. So it was literally Brit and I, her planning for a wedding, me heavily pregnant, working the business. We then hired mm -hmm. two coaches um, after following the NPE hiring process, which restored my faith in being able to hire good staff again. Um, and so Lawrence, who Brit was just mentioning then, we also hired a guy. That was another massive thing yeah. for us. So, and it's been a wonderful thing. Um, he's been promoted to head coach um, just recently and we have hired um, so we've got a, another coach and we've hired a few other people so I guess we'd had a lot of growth and we kind of had to do that stock collaborate mm. and listen yeah and yeah. really get look at where we're at again making sure we had the team to mm. then support us going forward because as Brits just described we are super passionate about supporting people uh, supporting women and like which aspects we do but we can't keep that community going. Like it was mm. getting bigger than just Brit and I to be able to serve do them. it well. Mm. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So to, to serve them really. So building a team that was aligned with our core mm. values has been something that um, has been really rewarding and also tricky. Like mm. we've had a bit of turnover of staff this year too. Mm. But where we're sitting right now is we've got a solid team and um, yeah, Lawrence has been promoted to head coach and is incredible um, and brought on a uh, customer service admin yes, assistant Ellie. who <laughs> mpa was telling us to do that for so many months so we were like <laughs> okay we'll be all right holy moly she has changed our life like <laughs> yeah. um so yeah this year does feel a lot different to last year last year was just like bam like we just grew rapidly and it was we just had to get leads in and we had to bring that business around 
this year feels a lot more setting more foundations. And um, while that we're still growing, it's been a little bit slower in our group. Um, and but that's been okay because we've been hiring um, coaches and, and and promoting coaches and hiring and training admin assistants and all that stuff has to be laid for us to go bam again you know, now, now that we're launching semi-privates. So yeah, it feels a lot different, but it feels like it's necessary. Yeah. There's been a lot of like that consolidation and we, I feel personally like, and, and I see it in you, so I hope you agree. Yeah. We've had to grow a lot mm. as not just coaches and business owners. We're actually like leaders now, like yeah. we're bosses. We need to lead our team really well because it's not just about delivering that end service to the client that we do. We mm. have to instill that in our coaches and make sure they're aligned with our core values so they can continue to deliver to the, the quality that we, the standard for, that we've set. And mm. that's, um, it's exciting, but it's, it's a growth uh, lesson for me. Mm. <laughs> It's a massive growth. And I, I love, I just want to talk about this a little further because really that, that first year with us, you know, hair on fire growth, let's call it right. And really yes. a lot of on, on your effort. And now this next year, you know, slowing down the growth a little bit, but putting roots in the ground, right. Building that yes. foundation really strong so you can continue to grow and getting people to come in and, 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 you know, care about serving your clients and growing the business with you as much as you do uh, in key positions, key roles that you've solidified. Right. So that's a massive, that, that next, I mean, I think the first, the first piece is, is hard. A lot of people don't get through that. Right. But then I think a lot of people get stuck there and they just think, well, it's just going to be me working forever or doing everything. And I don't see how possibly this could transform to be like where the business runs and I'm not there. Right. Yeah. Or I have some freedom to do other things. Um, so that's a, a massive shift because it's a completely different skill set and role that you have to develop into yet again. Uh, and it's, it is a, I think that's a bigger transformation in many ways than the other one, right? The oh, other, first one absolutely. is kind of like just learning new skills and process and yeah, having the drive yeah. persistence to execute. Now the other ones, it's like, really, you have to change the way you think and engage everything, mm. right? To, to, and so talk about the challenges for you in that, because it really is so much a mental game, right? The leadership components. So much. And Shell and I are both, oh, we'll just do it then. Like, it's fine. We'll just do it. And um, that has been a massive head game to stand back and go, only do what literally only us can do. And there's only, there's only a few things that only us can actually only do and try and get someone else to do the rest and let them do it and let them stuff up and then support and challenge them until they are doing it, you know, at the expectation that you want it done. Um, but in terms of the challenges, like my father's a small business owner and he's a sole trader and he's still doing the exact same thing that he did 30 years ago today. And I, you know, watch him where he's, his body to the to the ground pretty much and that's what I thought business was like that's the only story that I have um so this is totally stepping out of my comfort zone and it, it like it's hard it's really hard to let someone else do the things that you know how to do so well <laughs> and step into new things for two reasons because you know how to do that so well you just want to do that and this is reinventing reinventing the wheel now and I'm like fear like so much fear coming up I don't know how to do that so I just want to go back to what I know how to do really well <laughs> yeah and I think you like what you kind of touched on Sean is it's not just about our craft anymore like our craft is you know going and training clients and helping them be the best versions of themselves through you know 
our four core values are movement, nutrition, mindset, and community. And we can do that with our eyes shut to a point. Mm. So now it's about, uh, not just about our craft, but about our people. And fortunately, we're in a business where you can kind of take some of those skills there, but it's about really investing that time in your staff so that like practically they can do the job really well mm. and they can do that. And it's not just, oh, I'll just take it back because it's just easy. You've mm. got to actually go, no, it's worth the extra 10 minutes, half an hour, whatever the time takes for me to train you yeah. and empower you and then back you so that mm. you feel confident to go out there and run my business because I've trained you well and I've got your back. Yeah. And and that is where I, I really struggle because I, you know, still feel time poor and it's like, oh, just, it's easy to go back into that old just old habits. Yeah. You know, that, that matrix that, um, uh, has the support liberator challenge. support, support challenge. challenge matrix yeah yeah support challenge matrix that's been really that has yeah that is our leadership model like that <laughs> and it's been really good for the language between Brit and myself because I sit more in the protector and she sits more in the dominator mm. so when we're doing that to each other or ourselves or our staff we've got that model to come back to and say well where are we sitting mm. um and it's also been a really helpful thing to talk to our staff because we want feedback from our staff too like and so a lot of the conversations with my Here's the expectation. This is what we need done from you. What support do you need from me to get this done? And sometimes it's like, just back off so I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> so stop protecting me. Like, um, so I think that continually mm. keeps coming up. And then that's an opportunity for us to, to keep growing and uh, thinking about how do I really lead well? And it's not just stand there and give me, like, get down and give me 20. Like, we're actually wanting them to mm. be empowered while we're not there, which... I don't know how to articulate that any better, but it's a constant thing and it's very rewarding, but it is also, um, it's very, yeah, it's very re rewarding when you get there. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, 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 I don't know how I would do it without the support of an external somebody like, you know, you guys, obviously, um, to then for us to be able to be a sounding board to bounce off. Cause you get so caught up in what's going on. You just need to take a step back call someone who's not emotionally attached to all the things that are going on as well to help mm -hmm. you then grow. Um, yeah. yeah. And for those that, that don't know what we're talking about at home right now. So these are, these are some of the frameworks that we teach in MP for leadership development. And there are models of how we progress in leadership and how we lead ourselves and lead others, which are critical components at every stage, but particularly when it's, you know, it's your business is make it or break it based off the success of other people in your business at, at, when you get to this point, right? To continue to grow and, and to have some sanity and have some balance back in your life because yeah. you can't, you get to a point you can't do anymore, right? And you can't do it all. So um, we'll, we'll share some more links to some of the leadership uh, components. Hopefully when we release this episode, we'll have some links to those articles and, and such for everybody. So um, I'm so glad you touched on that. So talk about, um, if you think back on the past two years, um, what have been like, what would you say to yourself two years ago, that time when you were like, yeah, we're just going to close the business and looking at how far you've come in the past two years, what would be your advice to your past selves? Um, like make a plan and take action. Yeah. And then oh, actually, Good coaches need coaches. Yeah, good coaches. First of all, to then make a plan and take action. Yeah. Like that's that's the... And stop stop being so egotistic that you think you, you should know it on your own. Like, it's okay to need help. It's okay to have a coach. And yeah, that was one of our stories that we both shared was like, 
you know, Instagram, social media, any blog you look at, people have just like got an idea, shown up, done it, killing it. Yeah. We should be able to do that because we're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so on the one hand, we're thinking that. On the other hand, we're like, we're failing. Oh, my goodness. So it was, we were just stuck in that. It's like, we can hustle. We can work hard. So we need to just keep working harder to figure this out. But in actual fact, good coaches need coaches. And when you look around, like... I love listening to Tim Ferriss's podcast. Like all of the mm. wonderful people he interviews, have a mentor, have a coach. Mm. And it, it's actually a sign of strength, not a mm. sign of weakness to admit that you need Have a coach um, and need that support. external yeah. support. Um, because, yeah, like Shell said, you see on Instagram, oh, they just became so successful. Uh, and there is no such thing as what overnight <laughs> success. People just, you know, only see snippets of your life. Um, so that would be like, get help like get a coach this is, this is what i do i'd be like you know what it's okay things are going to be okay yeah Your coaches need coaches yeah got a plan let's do it <laughs> that's what i i that's what i needed to hear it's gonna yeah. be okay well i'm glad you specifically called out what i think is one of the mindsets that that limits good coaches from having being great business owners and that is that mindset around i'll just keep working harder and figure it out and a lot of people stay in that place and they don't figure it out. And either they're 20 years goes by and they're doing the same thing, right? I mean, Brett, you mentioned your dad, 30 years, right? Yeah. Still the same story. Or yeah. they eventually just can't take anymore and they bail to go do something else to try again, you know, because they couldn't, they couldn't, they couldn't, let, they couldn't, you know, open themselves to the possibility that there could be a different way to do things differently to get a different outcome. And, you know, we're maybe too prideful to, ask for help. I think we're in an industry too that, you know, is about self-reliance, is about, you know, self-discipline and hard work. And so lots of times we have this mindset around asking for help or getting external help means we're doing something wrong, right? Or we failed. Um, when frankly, like you said, like you're in the business of coaching. If you don't, you, you sell it, but you don't buy it, you're a freaking hypocrite. Exactly. You know, like, what are you thinking? Yeah. And you just articulated it like that. I'm like, we trade off the fact that people need experts. Totally. If people didn't need help, we had no Everybody problem. needs coaching except me. I got it all figured out. I don't need any coaching. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. Absolutely. And it's so funny to look back now and go, why do you just get asked for help earlier? And we did in other ways, but we just hadn't found the, the right coach. And I think that is a huge piece too. Like, you know, we could have joined another thing that didn't work or another thing that we didn't, you know, fully connect with. So we were lucky to find the right thing and let our stories go and jump in, dive in. Yeah. Yeah. And I'd love for you to speak to it. Cause obviously you've, you've, you've invested in lots of different programs and courses and things in the past in, you know, growing yourselves, growing your business. What has been so special about your work at, you know, working with SNP that you feel really is really, you know, made helps you guys made this massive transformation the same thing that we believe makes the biggest transformation in our clients our you know fitness clients and that's accountability and um, a lot of the time you know you invest in a seminar or a podcast or not a podcast like a course or an online something and um, you learn all this incredible stuff like there's so much incredible stuff out there but then it's up to you to go away and implement it into your business and how and take it how, however you perceive it um, 
and what we needed was someone to hold our hand and like Chelsea said, say, you're going to be okay, but you need to do these things like support challenge. Um, and then we had weekly calls with Rick um, and he, you know, challenged us when we weren't doing things and supported us when we just needed to, you know, be told what to do. Follow the day instructions. Yeah, follow, follow the day instructions. So that I think is the biggest, the biggest difference. Would you say that? Yeah, absolutely. And I hope I don't offend anyone. I don't think I'll offend anyone by saying this, but also um, we are both females in business. We have females that we coach all the time. There was just something about a male energy. And so mm. I guess the masculine energy can come, you know, females and males, but the masculine energy of just take action. Yeah. So they're just having that break. Stop of, talking about it. It's yeah, not about just, our feelings. Just, just, just take yeah. action, right? Yeah. 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 Your feelings are important. It's going to be okay. We've got a plan now. Do it. When yeah. you turn up next week, you're going to have done it, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I am going to. And, and so that's the accountability piece. But I, and yeah. And like, I, I resist everything that my, our coach tells us to do. Like, they'll say something and I'm like, I'm not doing that, Shel. That sounds so dumb. I'm not doing that. And then I go do it. And, and I'm like, that actually wasn't that bad and it really worked. Uh, and I didn't look, you know, as bad as I thought I was going to look in my head for raising the rates or, you know, bringing in contracts or all that kind of stuff. And um, so, yeah, and I think having that masculine energy to go, what's the worst that can happen? A few people drop off. A few people don't like you. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I think just on that, and you touched on it before, like the fact that, um, you know, it was fitness specific or, you know, mm. in that wellness space specific, um, you know, even this, the marketing pieces that we were talking about and working on, it wasn't just, here's the concept now, maybe go and apply it like this. Like there was some really specific, yeah. but when we needed specific, follow the instructions, it's going to be okay. You just need to put one step in front of the other. This is what this I, is I what did in my gym. Do. This is what I did in my boot camp, and it worked out really well. Like I literally been there. I was like, okay. Like, so yeah. that, that expert wisdom and the accountability. And now we're in a space where we, you know, there might be a campaign that's um, a good one to run, but we then can tailor it to make it make sense for us. Like mm. we're confident as business owners now to know our clients really well and know all of that. So it, it, it is a little bit different. And I do remember one of the first coaching calls we had is, it's not always going to be like this. We're here to mm. be really intensive with you now, but we're like, you were like parents. We want to see you really, mm. you know, go and just touch back in when you need a little bit of reassurance or have a bit of a chat. And I feel like we're definitely on that path now. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not sure, um, like I'm using the MPE lingo, but we were in um, Academy when we first started and a lot of our group calls were about all these marketing plans and getting the leads in and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff where now we barely even touch on the marketing side of um, the business in our group calls. It's all about leadership because that's our you know, biggest problems right now. But that doesn't mean that, you know, those marketing things don't happen. They just roll over every month now, the different strategies and campaigns that we learn in Academy. Um, yeah, we so throw we don't around top-level ideas rather exactly. than... We don't need to be yeah. handheld for every marketing cap um, campaign because we know all the skills and we know how to do yes. it but we need to be handheld in leadership because that's our new challenge <laughs> awesome awesome well i i 
you guys are so exciting and it's just been an awesome journey to watch you grow the last couple of years. Tell people kind of your, this is a big time for you now to kind of planning out the next, you know, year or two in the business. And we're having a lot of conversations about that with you, you know, currently. And, um, you know, what are some of the things that you're, you're excited about looking at the, the next year ahead? Um, for uh, us, I guess it's, and this is something that I, I, maybe this answers the last question as well. It's, we're in business for our own happiness. <laughs> so coming back and saying like, mm. always checking back in like the happiness metric, like is this business actually delivering or are you at least on the path to getting to where you, what, how you mm. want your life to be? So we've had a lot of uh, growth and we've had consolidation and then you know, continued growth there. And so we wanna continue to maintain that growth. Um, but at, I'm at the point now where we wanna look back um, and check back in with that happiness metric, um, mm. keep using NPE lingo, but just making sure that the business is doing why we wanted it to do. So we have a mission for the business, but is that um, aligning with the mission, continued mission for our mm. lives and what in 12 months time, where do I want to personally stand and look back? Like yeah. I have a, have a young family, Britt's newly married and has mm. a very cute puppy, you know, like <laughs> we, um, I don't say that like that. <laughs> I'm not saying kids are more important than But, you know, the business has taken a lot of time and a lot of our effort and we've got a very, very supportive family. So, you know, just looking at what does, because we're excited for the business. We've got mm. heaps of things that we want to do and um, just looking at how do, how do we grow both of those uh, personal vision and business mission alongside each other. And yeah. that's a lot of the time we, uh, like, we just keep moving the goalposts. Like, cool, we got here. Now it's next. Now it's next. And we don't want to, keep doing that and then end up in a business that we don't love um, because a lot of the time, you know, head down, you just keep pushing. So yeah. we're at the point now where semi-privates um, have launched, that is growing and, um, you know, becoming a successful part of the business, which is fantastic because um, it's used as that studio that we <laughs> leased. <laughs> but now we want to make sure that we, um, like Shell said, the vision for us is super clear personally, and then we match the business to our personal vision. And in inside of the business, um, as we touched on before as well, like it's not just about the services that we're offering to mm. our end client, but I feel really passionate about um, looking at what's supporting um, the our coaches and how we can really like get into that leadership piece really well and do that. Um, Mm. Yeah, so obviously lots going on, aren't we? Yes, yes. Yeah, well, and we hear the we hear the family calling, so we're going to wrap up here in just a minute. But I, I'm glad you mentioned, um, you know, the this this next phase is coming back to the beginning in full circle, right? In some ways, really checking on your vision and knowing that the the further out you go, the more work and investment it takes in the planning of the business, in thinking out further down the time horizon and doing all the intense work in strategic planning to really map that path and how we set up the, you know, the, the way to get there and stop thinking just, you know, you're at the place, you can't be thinking about the next month or quarter. You gotta be thinking about the next year or three, right? And, mm -hmm. and that's a whole new progression okay. of evolution, right? So mm -hmm. when before you were just thinking about like, how do we make it through this next month, right? When you first started. So it's a, it's a new time horizon. It requires more investment of, and skills to develop in that planning process. But uh, you guys are, are just doing such great work and we're excited to continue to support you in that journey. And um, I'm sure, you know, we'll have you back again at some point on the show and hear the latest updates and uh, tell people where they can check you out. Tell, tell them your website. Cool. So our website is pineapplefit.com.au uh, and we're also on Instagram under the same um, name and Facebook. So yeah, that's where we kind of hang out the most. Check out those. 
Awesome. Well, thank you both so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Yeah, thank thanks you. so much, Sean. Bye. All right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Secrets to Their Fitness Business Success podcast with me, Sean Greeley. If you like the show, then head on over to npefitness.com slash podcast to download the show notes, subscribe, and enter to win over 25,000 in free prizes we're giving away to celebrate the launch of the show. Be well, and we'll see you in the next episode.